Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome, Sloshians of the Hyper Sloth to Happy Hour with Zigzag. And Rufus. And Rufus, uh, an exasperated Rufus. Rufus, Rufus, whatever is on your mind. For a change, I'm not exasperated. I'm in a Really? What's going yeah. on there? I hate to hear that. Uh, my wife passed away in a terrible, terrible car accident where uh, somehow, we don't know how, the uh, brake lines in the car vanished. Yeah, well, it was a Lincoln, right? Uh, no, we got rid of that Lincoln because well, the last I, time... I, we had to get rid of it because the brake lines failed on that one too, but it also failed to get the job done. <laughs> right, you were saying. disappointed. Yeah. You did not read the YouTube correctly. No, I did not. Oh, Rufus, I can't get this lime inside of my Toco Cheapo. That is, uh, is that the lime's fault or the Topo Chico's fault? It's probably my fault for not cutting the lime. Thin enough. I didn't know there was such a thing. Now I'm getting lime juice everywhere. There it goes. Ah, uh, ready? Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's all the way down the throat. Delicious. Now I know how the ladies feel. I do like a good topo chico with a with a lime. There's nothing wrong with that. Have you actually had one before? In Texas, of course, I've had Topo Chico with lime. I've never even heard of it. I thought I invented it today. What? No. Or yesterday when I sent you the picture. I didn't know they were serving Topo Chicos with limes. Topo Chico needs to get on the bus. First of all, this is my last foray into Topo Chico. I just want you to know that. Can't tell you like the... It's not because I don't like the taste of Topo Chico, but... You have a warehouse full of LaCroix. 
No, that's all gone. That only lasted oh. me for about seven months. Not even. Bu- bubbly is what you got now. No, I've moved on to the Waterloo, but now I'm back to Ice Mountain. But the Topo Chico, while delicious, mm-hmm. first of all, is not flavored. And I can't, no. a busy guy like me cannot be adding lime to things, right? I have too much on my plate. Yeah. And second of all, glass bottles, they don't have time for those either. And More room. A dollar a bottle for fucking Topo Chico. Come on now. No, no, no. Yeah, b- bottles, you can't crush them, so you can't save space. They take up right. room. They take up time. They're heavy. They make noise. They make noise. You can't see, drink a Topo Chico quietly. You cannot, you cannot drink a Topo Chico from the back of your toilet. It just can't be done. <laughs> you can't sneak a Topo Chico. You cannot. You know what's so funny, dude, is I was watching a movie the other day. I'm trying to remember what it was called. It's a terrible, Louder Milk. I've heard of that, but I've never don't know anything about it. Oh it's no! Almost, it's hard to see. I want to punch louder milk. It's got the it's, guy from Office Space in it. Yes, right? it is. It okay. is. Ryan Livingston, and man, did he age fucking terribly? By the way, Ooh, damn. But he's supposed to be an ex-alcoholic who's helping people uh, in recovery or whatever. He leads these meetings, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's a fucking dickhead. Right? You just go back to drinking then, right? If you're going to be fucking miserable, drink yourself to death. Right? I was going to say the same thing. Add at you because you're a fucking asshole. So just go out. You know what I mean? Go out. That's what I would say. How many rotten tomatoes does Louder Milk get? Do you have any idea? No, because I didn't have any clue what the show was even about. You think it gets more than 50 or less than 50? Uh... These days, people tend to like an asshole who's in recovery, so I bet it, I bet it has good reviews. Let's see. I'm sure it does because they're like, oh, yeah, he reminds me of me when I was in recovery and I was angry at everything. Yeah, 93% on the right. Shut side. up. Yeah. So you know what those are, though? I'm going to be honest. Those are fucking office space holdovers. Right? They, I've the, never watched one episode. They're like, we love fucking louder milk. Let's see what the audience score is. Well, audience score oh. is 87, so. Dude, let's hear a review about – give me a one-star review on Louder Milk. Uh, I don't even know how to sort the reviews. Hang on a sec. Well, do you want a one-star critic review or a one-star audience review? I want a regular person one-star review. Okay. Let's see if I can figure out how to do this. And it this. better be that Louder Milk is a fucking asshole. One star. The first word in the review – It's okay, it's one and a half star. First word in the review is ugh, rotten. <laughs> The show is all rudeness, crude attempts at humor that are not funny. They just all treat each other like trash. The show's redeeming features are far too few and too weak to redeem it. Hell yes. Who wrote that, man or woman? Uh, Jim. Jim? Jim W. Here's to you, Jim. Topo Chico's on me tonight, Jim. Now, here's another one. This one's actually one star, not one and a half. First sentence, skip this one. A chore to wade through, mostly a variety of wildly implausible and cringe-inducing abuse packaged as comedy. The writers are seemingly incapable of doing much of anything smart, funny, or insightful with the premise. Lazy and juvenile writing. Okay, that could be a plus. But also layered with disordered abuse and cruelty to no discernible purpose. A small... It's true. I'm That's crazy. fucking hateful. Well, now just... give me a five-star. I want to hear a five-star review from the audience. Well, is it that everybody 
all, every character is an asshole, or is it just him? I mean, every character, they make any person who's ever had some kind of needed 12-step program or whatever. And I mean, I don't, I've never been to a meeting, so I don't know if that's how it is. But they make them to be out like basically the lowest common fucking denominator who are all white knuckling. You know what I mean? At every fucking yeah. instant to go out and fucking shoot heroin or fucking have sex with someone or drink a fucking fifth. I mean, it's like the people are just fucking that they can't exist without their addictions. Right. And I, that's what I hate about that kind of shit. So is it just a big, like, woe is me kind of thing? And it's like, woe is louder milk, but louder milk, like it tries to teach you through tough love, but he's just a fucking asshole and you wouldn't pay any attention to him either way. All right. Here's a five star review. It's the first one I came to a gem of a show. Mm. The network it was on was an absolute waste of the talent and plot lines of the show that's what, a sh- shit review what show is it on what channel was it on i thought it was on uh amazon i don't know where i was watching i can't even remember here's a here's another five star review joyfully brilliant and wonderfully amusing louder milk saying the things we all think but are probably no. too afraid to say okay but, see written by a true fucking cock ass right that's some fucking other twat who's like it's awesome to be rude to people you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a little screen share of louder milk. Oh no! You, if you don't mind? Oh yeah, let's get off on a, a flip that's gonna piss me off. You probably will. Like I told it. you I was in a good mood. But you you're probably gonna like it because it said juvenile, right? So to me, that's like ah, Rufus will probably like this. And alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> there you right up your alley. I can't believe you haven't seen it. I've lived it, zigzag. <laughs> you were the five star review, turns out. Yes. All right. So, I mean, just looking at fucking Loudermilk makes me want to punch him in the throat. Hold up. Hold up. Got a screen share. Let's hope we can go back to screen sharing. Share screen. There we are, Rufus. Screen shared? Yeah. Us. All right. Oh, there we go. Ready? Yeah. All right, prepare to hate louder milk. I always wondered where it was. Now I know. You've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen like four episodes. I kept falling asleep. Okay, yeah, now you're going to hate louder milk in like the first 10 minutes. Okay, I'm going to need one large caffeine miso with soy milk, extra hot. Next, a hot chai latte. Whoa, 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 what are you doing? I'm ordering. Yeah, I know, but uh, I was here first, and I'm just getting a black coffee, one black coffee. Oh, yeah, I already hate it. I already hate it. Thank you. It's trying too hard to be what we all think. Hold on there, sporty. Uh, the difference is... Tell me you didn't hate that. No, get this, get this fucking turd off the internet right now. Okay, get your nose out of your phone, you might see that. My phone? I have the coffee order for work on here. There's like a hundred drinks on that thing. What? Why are you getting coffee for the whole office? Have you never heard of Betty Friedan? No. Gloria Steinem? Not a clue. You know what this does? You know what this show does? Not at all. Maybe you need to be it on the It tries too hard. Yeah. I hate using that phrase. But this show is trying way yes, too it hard. None of it is organic. An yeah. No. Yes, an asshole. Because let's be real. If I wasn't young, and let's face it, kind of hot, 
you wouldn't pop that door. She's not that hot, actually. And then when you realize I showed no interest. She is a modern man's world. And then all your chivalry went right out the window. So that's how you do it. You just take all your own self-centered behavior and you flip it on me. So I'm supposed to be... Apple? Wait, who's self-centered here? Apple? Isn't he the guy who fucking was like, wait, I'm here first? (laughs) Yeah. We're going to get a five minutes, so I can really get you seething louder milk. Where are they, England? Watching him walk make you want to punch him? I mean, the budget on this is obviously outrageous. I want to punch you for making me watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what you thought. Some new folks, um, Sam Loudermilk. Four years off. Star Wars character? Super duper excited about getting on the road to sobriety. Yay. So 20 fuck ups wants to go first. Don't drink. Don't drink. Don't drink. Actually, I am a recovering mess. Let's go get advice. Take a shower. Hey, come here. Sister. Come here. I've been sharing in group last episode. Because everything's going good. Okay, so how, how many days you soap? Um, yeah, no, you're lying to me, okay? There's no um in sober. If you're sober, you know exactly how long you've been sober. There's an SOB, yeah, louder milk. What kind of beers? Who's like? That stuff like water. That, that, that doesn't count. Really? No, of course it counts, you dope. Come on. I'm really trying, man. That's just terrible, well, dude. Okay. <laughs> It's, even if it wasn't just obnoxiously like mean spirited, like you said, it's just the writing and acting is yes, fucking it shit. Is. You fucked up. That's what makes you less of a fuck up. Not lying about it. Thanks. You know what show has a similar character, like a recovering guy, or maybe somebody who should be recovering but is also kind of an asshole. But it's a good show that does it a lot fucking better. Is a House House MD. You ever watched House MD? Yeah, right. You know what? You're kind of right because House. Is a he's a pill head, right? He's not actually even in recovery. No, it's it's uh, yeah, chronic pain pill head guy. But he's it's so fucking the writing is better, the acting is better. This that's tedious. That's some tedious shit we just yeah, watched. Dude. That was I, ridiculous. I'm sorry that I did that to you, but I really wanted you to hate it as much as I hate it. That that was my goal for that. Uh, I was afraid that I might like a little bit of it, but I didn't like a single. I think I wasn't. I wasn't afraid that you would like a little bit of it. Well, that's good because you I had a pretty you knew good what it was on that because I was like, this is fucking stupid. Because the people that I know that do like it uh, like other things that I don't like. I don't generally like things that their shtick is just being cynical, spirited, right? Yeah, and mean. Thank you. Without having any real depth or character to it. I mean, characters can be an asshole, but have a reason for it. But right, it's it clear. Out of the gate, they're just like, we're going to be irreverent and ironic. Well, and you know, after watching a couple episodes, I'm like, surely there is some redeeming quality to Louder Milk, right? Surely there has to be something. And I was wrong. There was not. And there shall be. And it's got two seasons under its belt, and I heard it's coming back for a third. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, probably, it's, it's probably people who want to be in recovery, like would watch that and be like, why would, I mean, I don't want to go to someplace. Okay. I'm in recovery. I'm having a hard time. I mean, this is hypothetical, obviously. 
do I want to go and be fucking emotionally abused by some fucking guy where I'm trying to get bettered? I mean, does that make any sense? No. I, I would wonder, I would like to know a breakdown, a percentage breakdown, a demographic breakdown, <laughs> if you will, of the people who like the show and the people who don't, who are actually people like dealing in with recovery? addiction. I'd probably know one. I, I can't say anybody that's ever, I mean, I've never been in recovery, but I don't well, like I know it. that. So I would have to say, why would, why would people who are in recovery think that is funny? Could you imagine, like I'm saying, go to a meeting and then that's how the guy at the meeting fucking leads. That's your first meeting. And the guy decides to be like, which one of you fucking asshole idiots wants to go first? I mean, I get the angle they're going for, but they're just not fucking doing it right or well at all. It was weak. It's so I, my Rotten Tomatoes score, a double Z score, a goose egg. Oh, here we go. You know what? I got something for that. Hold on. Hold on, Rufus. Hold on. Uh-oh, hold on. Just, just hold on. We're probably going to get sued for using that. The price is you're fucked. Do they own that song? Hey, look, I'm going to be honest. I paid for that, dude. I paid like one penny for that when I bought 3,000 sounds for $9. You should have made me guess the price that you paid for it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Without going over, which I think is absolute (laughs) bullshit, by the way. I think it should just be closest to. I agree. Because I watched one the other day where a guy went over by like $75 for the Showcase Showdown, right? Oh, the big one. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You're trying to guess within fucking tens of thousands of dollars. That's how you end up with mass shooters. Why can't you go over? I guess I just don't understand. Because they don't want to give all that shit away. They don't want to lose those. But they do. Okay, say the guy goes over and the person bets $1. Then they think. You know what I mean? I also am a little perturbed at the betting one dollar. <laughs> Are you? Does that, that bothers me a little bit? I mean, at least fucking try. At least try to get up into the triple digits. So I guess if you can't, if if part of the game is you can't go over, then betting one dollar makes no sense because you would think everybody makes else all is going to. All the in the world, if you think everybody else went over. That's what I'm saying. So if you remove that, then nobody could. Oh, nobody that's could. a good look. We have two birds right. with one stone. Exactly. What shall we yeah. call our new show? Hmm. The What's price. another word for price? The cost, the cost is correct. Yes, there you go. The cost is correct. Right. I like it. The expenditure is approvable. <laughs> the expenditure. I like, it I like that better. That rolls right off the tongue. Well, I mean, at one point, the price is right never doesn't really exactly roll off the tongue. That's a wordy title for a fucking game show. I mean, it should be three words. What are, try to think of Jeopardy is one word. It should just be price with an exclamation point. Wheel of Fortune is only three words. That's kind of wordy. Wheel of Fortune. I actually like that one. That kind of sounds fun when you really think about it. It sounds like it could be a uh, uh, Indiana Jones movie almost. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Price is Right? No, Indiana Jones and the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, Doesn't it does. kind of? Yeah, that sounds like there's some real stakes. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the whole of humanity rests yeah, on no, you, or at no least winning a coffee table is uh, means good fortune. 
one of my first Reddit posts ever blew up. And my whole shtick was I asked a question on the Ask Reddit, and it was like, what song title gets instantly better if you add Indiana Jones and the in front of it? And a lot of them do, Indiana Jones and the Stairway to Heaven, Indiana Jones and the Master of Puppets. Indiana Jones in the Soft Parade. Yes. <laughs> like almost everything does when yeah, you think about it. Did you invent that? You should be famous by now. You should write a book. I should. I'll just call it Indiana Jones and the. Indiana Jones and the new book about Indiana. Ooh. You're an Indiana Jones-ophile, are you not? Well, I'm a big fan of the first three movies, yeah. What do you mean the first three? Well, the fourth one and the fifth one, kind of weak. Oh, really? Do tell. Well, the fourth one's just fucking terrible. It's like loud. Are they all Harrison Ford? Oh yeah, yeah, they're all here. Here's what they should have done. You're speaking ill will of the original Doctor Jones. Here's the deal. This is what they should do or should have done. The the latest one was it had its moments, but the problem is the dude's like almost eighty, or I think he is eighty. And they did the whole thing where he's like complaining about his age and I'm too old for this, that kind of bullshit. What they should do, Indiana Jones should have always been like a James Bond character where one guy plays him for like 10 years and then they get a new guy to play him for 10 years. And Indiana Jones is always perpetually like in his mid 35 to 45. Right. So what, in the last one, he's like in a wheelchair? No, but he's, he's decrepit. I got to hand it to him. They decrepit. That it, it was pretty realistic. He uh, was on an oxygen tank. He was in an iron lung. cave. Pushing him around. <laughs> that little Chinese guy appearing in all the movies? No, he's dead. Is he? No, I don't know what that is. He's just oh. not in it. Hey, is that the same kid that was in uh, Goonies or not? It's the same kid that was in Goonies? Wow, I, was, I just fucking realized that right now. He made those two movies as a kid, disappeared, then came back out of nowhere and was in that movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once that came out a couple of years ago and won an Oscar and is like back in action now. And then he died? No, he was killed by Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. I thought you said he was dead. He got ran over by that giant ball. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the giant ball. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the giant balls of doom. That's is another Temple game. of Doom? Yeah, Temple of Doom. Add Indiana Jones and the, to the name of a porno. And I bet it becomes better. Oh, my God. Think of that. I, I mean, I, do pornos even have names anymore? Or it's just like uh, neighbor fucking stepbrother, basically. It is. Wife it's, cheating with stepbrother. It's just keywords. <laughs> right. It's so just they are now. Like search things. Yeah. <laughs> Compilation. Cop stepsisters. Stump love. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Go deep, Rufus. Go deep. <laughs> I want to see your search history, my brother. Sounds oh, boring. Indiana Jones and the Stump Humpers. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Power Bottoms. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Hearsuits. Hearsuits? <laughs> oh, my God. Hearsuits. <laughs> that word does not get used enough, I don't think. It doesn't. I don't think it uh, – people, if you're listening, you're going to have to look that up. You don't call into the show and ask us what it is. You have to look that up. I swear to God, the next compliment I give somebody, it's going to be, well, you're, you're quite your suit. You look like uh, your suitian. <laughs> your suitian. Your suitian. I was, you know what? Do me a favor. Please hmm. look up the origins of the word hearsuit. <laughs> I bet it comes from hair suit. 
<laughs> I mean, I guess it kind of is. I don't even know how to spell it. What are you saying you are wearing a hair suit? How do you spell that? Uh, H-I-R-S-U-I-T-E? I I mean, I don't really know. Uh, I think you got it. H-I-R-S-U-T-E. Oh, I thought it said I-U-T. Like suit, like you were saying, like a suit of hair. It probably starts with a, I'm going to say it's got a Greek foundation. Greeks are hairy. And it sounds like an old word. It turns out it was it was created. The word was created by Schick or any of the <laughs> companies. Yes, the branded Don't hair suit. Stop in and get a Schick today. Latin, early 17th century from Latin hirsutus. And what does hirsutus mean? Uh, he was a ruler of the ancient kingdom. Oh, really? That, let me guess. He had a beard. No. Just made that up. Oh, you did? That was pretty legit. Hang on. Let me look this up on Wikipedia. Google's failing us. They must have switched over to the new AI. I've been underwhelmed by AI. Yeah. Seems like AI is faltering. But the fucking AI stocks are going bananas. Hearsuit-ism. We should start a cult. The hearsuits. You have to shave other people and wear their hair? <laughs> like a like a chainsaw massacre guy. <laughs> we swear we murder people and wear wigs. Damn, yeah, do you think there's a mer- a merkin made out of real pubic hair out there? Are merkins made out of real pubic hair? Maybe I don't know. Real pubic hair. Merkin. How do you spell merkin? M I R K I N, I believe. I'm a merkin. I'm a merkin. Uh, That'd be a funny meme. First thing that came up is Etsy. Oh, my God. Are they real? I'm going to click it. Let's see what we got. Send me a link. Oh, my dear Lord in heaven. Oh, what? Oh, my God. Please send it. Human hair. Oh. What? Okay. I got to send you this link. People ask. We had to make it happen. It's, I just find it so funny that such a thing as a, a, a pubic wig exists. All right, but here it comes. In this day and age, when it's chic to not have hair. I want to get four merkins and wear them. I'm going to get a merkin for up here. I'm going to need one. I do. All right. Oh, Etsy. Merkin wig. Singapore. It must be silky. Oh, my Lord. Human hair. Wow. What do you think? Favorite? How much of this is some dude shaving his beard and making I mean, Americans? I don't know. I'm going to say this oriental looking American uh, for 112.46. Professional quality fine lace, dark brown. That almost looks like a real bush. So, what do you do? I mean, do you have to take it off? Get down to business or? I'm. Do they, I think they just wear them for, like, TV shows and stuff, don't they? I mean, look it up. Why? I mean, first of all, how can we have two of the exact same Merkins for sale here? There's three left of this particular style, but you can never recreate the same Merkin twice, can you? I want to know why I this guess says. if your bush just grows like that. 
Well, you know what? I'm gonna let's read the description. If there's like a yes, I washed this hair, and I'm I, you know what I mean? Like, how do they take care of it? Okay, here we go. Professional fine lace dark brown small pubic wig, made from quality fine wig lace and quality 100% hmm. human hair sourced from Banbury pastiche. Not sure what that means. Uh, they're easily applied using adhesives such as Snappy G. Um, the piece needs to be cleaned after every use. Cleaned with surgical spirit if applied with spirit gum. See what in the world? You see the the guy with a merkin on his hand, right? Oh uh, yeah, I did see that. Right. I'm not sure what that is. Well, okay, there's American when it's not that same one is not on his hand, but. I don't understand the shape of that particular one. Do you? I mean, is it supposed to go down around the lips? Maybe it's not for a human. Let's read on this one. More about this one. This pubic hair is designed made by ZM Hair. Made by human hair in Korean lace, black color, blah, blah, blah. Yak hair. ZM Hair mainly do high-quality yak hair wigs and beards, mustache, eyebrows, and professional Santa Claus. We also custom-made... Yak hair and human hair character wigs. Seven years of experience. We are the wig maker and also the seller. We make our products by our own workers, which help us to control. I wonder if, I mean, do you think the people that are supplying the hair are their employees? Wait, let's see what this place is where they're getting their hair from. Was that this place that said they get it from that pastiche place or was that the last one? I don't know. I was looking up the history of Merkins, and I'm disturbed. Let's hear. Do tell. Why would someone? I mean, I get it. They wear it for. Um, for Here's one stuff. The Oxford Companion to the Body dates to origin of the pubic wig to the 1450s. Okay. According to this publication, women would shave their pubic hair for personal hygiene and to combat pubic lice. They would then put on a merkin. Also, sex workers would wear a merkin to cover up signs of disease, such as syphilis. Oh, my God. And they have a picture of one with a flashlight in it. What? What do you mean with a flashlight? It's called a merkin light. <laughs> what the fuck? Here's Banbury Pastiche, professional hairdressing and wig making. Okay, I just wonder what they were. Uh, is it a flashlight or a flashlight? Now there is a, a, a oh my god, like needs a to What in the world is that? Is that on a man or a woman? Lucy Lawless was fitted for a merkin in the 2010 TV series Spartacus Blood and Sand, but did not oh, use it. Hell. And Zena just said it wasn't. She didn't use it. <laughs> Why is that? Did she just grow in her own pubic hair naturally, or why didn't she need to use it? Uh, I think her, how does one get fitted for a merkin exactly? I don't know, but I want that job. You know and what? Inter- YouTube merkin fitting and see if anything comes up. You're going to get me busted for something. Uh, yeah, whatever. You're the one that was talking about stump pumping. <laughs> it's like that stump's got a merkin. Nothing's coming up? No, my fucking browser's screwed. Every time I try to type a website in, it does a Google search instead of just going to where I want it to go to. Been having more trouble with your computer connectivity? I uh, got rid of the Spectrum router and 
You got your own? Yeah. So far, so good. Here's a how to use video. Uh, are they? Let's see how to use. Let's see someone put on a merkin. Well, this is YouTube. It's like a, a mannequin. Oh, for real? You know what? Look at what movies were actually used merkins. Here's a video on Conan O'Brien. Runa Mara wore a merkin in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Apparently she talks about it. Let's hear it. Here, send it to me, and I'll fucking put it on shared screen. People can see behind the scenes of how we do this movie or this show now. Yeah, here's our studio. Here's the studio. Uh-oh. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Mara, she's pretty hot, too. Oh, Jesus, Rufus. I hate those commercials, by the way. <laughs> she got an ad blocker. Yeah. Not as What is going on with my YouTube? Why does it look so weird? Your character, Elizabeth, is a redhead. Yeah. You guys didn't go that way in the movie so much. Well, no, she's a redhead, but she dyes her hair black. Right. Yes. Which is, yeah. Why is my fucking YouTube look so strange? That's weird. Trying to be true to the book. Yes. But obviously there's no way to really depict that in a movie except that um, I had to wear a merkin. Do you know what a merkin is? Because your little pussy's all bald. Andy knows. I knew what a merkin is. uh, Yeah, I do know what a merkin is. A merkin is kind of a a wig for for down below. Yes. It's It's a wig for your lady bits. <laughs> this interview's over. Uh, so you wore one of those for that movie? Yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't ask me to, but I make it so much in it I wanted one because it felt like a little fur. I have to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I <laughs> I don't remember her being naked, but naked. I've never I, seen it. I have I'm feeling like such a perv now. <laughs> No, <laughs> tell me more about the fur bikini. Wee! Uh, my God. Really cute. It was a cute little fur bikini, and I had to make it strawberry blonde. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> th- is that something that you that you give that back when you're done, or do you? No, I have it. You have it. Okay. Yeah, I have it. Okay, that's good. You, you want to keep wearing that. it again? <laughs> a lot of creeps on eBay. <laughs> I was going to say, sell that on eBay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you are very... Uh... <laughs> oh, shut up! Leave me alone! They always pick on me. Okay. Even Coney couldn't make that funny. That's pretty sad. Uh, Americans are serious business. Americans are serious business. What do you think the... What do you think the... Did you read the books before you even knew there was going to the, be a The... Did you start imagining? Yes. The Merkin industry? Yeah. What do you think the Merkin market is? Do you think there's a Merkin trade show? If there is, we need to go and put it on the company dime. I need to know when MerkinCon is. It's probably folded into a different industry, like cosmetics or... Oh, yeah. yeah, probably, Probably makeup, yeah, or wigs or whatever. All right. Merkin convention. MercCon, PubeCon, 24. Dude, we should fucking put that on if it doesn't exist. People come and show off their pubes. 
And then we'll date you the fucking pair of pants that we were talking about a long time ago that has, like, a little window to show what kind of pubic hair you're rocking. Dude, we could do that in Vegas and fucking blow the lid off everything. Dude, all we really need, dude, I mean, you could actually, sadly enough, you could do this by going to, like, the furry or porno or whatever fucking industry thing there is, buying a booth, spending five grand or whatever it is to get a booth, and then sell these fucking pants that have a little tiny window in it so people know how you're wearing your fucking your pubic hair. I it would be a hit. Remember that movie So Fine? No. I never we should so do fine. that and make a documentary about it. We should just make documentaries about doing stupid shit like that. Oh, so fine. I do remember that because you told me about that and we watched the right. clip on the show. You know what I watched the other day, and I've been wanting to watch it on the show forever, is that movie America Thon. Okay, never heard of it. Oh my god, dude! Can we please watch the trailer for America's Son? It is, it is so relevant now, and it's. I was thinking about this the other day because when I was watching it, I'm like, holy shit, because it happened right after the gas crisis. Yeah. But we're kind of like there in America again. I want you to can we're gonna, we're going to watch the uh, the America's Son trailer. It probably America's won't be that Son. good. So from uh, the 70s. Yeah, I think it was in 78. Is it better than louder milk? Oh my god, dude. A million times better. American Son trailer. American Son, the original trailer. Um, do we want the original trailer? It's probably I think we watched the original the original trailer and it wasn't that good. We're gonna watch someone else's trailer. But first, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna watch a uh, Liberty Mutual commercial. So enjoy. Oh, no, Frontier Wireless. Oh, cool. At a great price. Switch to Frontier Fiber. I never realized it was in the future, I guess. People have stopped driving cars. And That's hilarious. The president has sold the White House, raffled off the two of their known soldier, and moved into a rundown condo in Southern California. United States of America. I'm President Roosevelt. This is my cabinet and my old lady. Flash, the city of San Diego has been bought by Mexico. Wow. Yes. The Jews and Arabs have joined forces to form the United Hebrew Republic. That wow. is why your country is in the toilet. The country is flat broke. I know a way to raise money. A telethon. Oh, my God. America's it's like idiocracy back in the day. But way better. I'm not a country. I'm not an office. I'm not a decorative seal. I'm a person. I'm a man. I'm a man who wants to make love to you. Oh, you want to fuck? We got three. Save the nation. Let's do something. <laughs> I'm dying. 
He's a drug addict. Call it, make a pledge. Because he has to stay up forever. Good Lord. I'm Chet Roosevelt, your president, <laughs> and I love you. So I'm saying go out and see America Song Cable. It fucking is awesome. I'm sorry. What song about the Beach Boys even? Is that actually the really the Beach Boys? That's what it said at the end with songs about the Beach Boys. My God, that's awesome. So will you go out and see uh, America Song? You won't, but it's okay. If it was in theaters, I'd go. The deal is, the Americans own oh the that Indian guy that they showed. The Ameri- he owns the United States of America. He's like an American Indian. But so, then the Gbrews want to or they're trying to like uh, make it so Americathon doesn't feed, so they can buy it from the, in, the American Indian guy. So the only thing they got wrong is the fact that China owns us instead of uh, an Indian. Yes, exactly. We didn't want to admit that. I don't know if they're admitting that yet, are they? Pretty soon it'll be the Russians, it sounds like. The GOP has their way. That's cool. I've been stucking up on guns and taking my shit. Good, dude. They're good to hear. Good to hear. I mean, are you scared that if something was to happen that they would try to bomb your Air Force base there? I moved away from it. They can they can bomb Colleen all they want. How far away are you from Colleen now? Uh, Fifteen minutes. Just a single megaton, or how many megatons away did you move? Uh, half a megaton. Did you see, dude? I was watching this thing the other night. And it was called "The Luckiest People Alive." There is a guy who fucking survived both Hiroshima and Nagasaki. How? Yeah, I have to. Can I bring it up for you? Of course you can. But but he was in them somehow? Yeah. Yep. Wait, I think I've heard of this guy. He was in one city that got bombed. He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So he went to another city, and that happened to be the one that got bombed next. Right? Yes. Yes, it's, but it's, the crazy is how he survived was he just had a feeling, I think, the second time, and he hid under a desk. Here he is. What? Yep. Tetamu Yamaguchi. Let's see. Oh, wow. Although at least 70 people are known to have been affected by both bombings, he's the only person to have been officially recognized by the government of Japan for surviving both explosions. Uh, Yamaguchi lived and worked in Nagasaki, but in the summer of 1946, he was in Hiroshima for a three-month-long business trip. On August 5th, he was preparing to leave the city with two colleagues. Uh, I'm not going to even bother saying their names. They were on their way to the train station when he realized he had forgotten his hanko, a type of identification uh, stamp common in Japan, and returned to his workplace to get it. At 8.16 p.m., he was walking towards the docks when the American B-29 bomber Enola Gay dropped a little boy atomic bomb near the center of the city only three kilometers away. 1.9. What? Yep. How does he not get... Yamaguchi recalls seeing the bomber and two small parachutes before there was a great flash in the sky, and he was blown over. The explosion ruptured his eardrums, blinded him temporarily, and left him with serious radiation burns over the left side of the top half of his body. 
After recovering, he crawled to a shelter and, having rested, set out to find his colleagues. They had also survived together. They spent the night in an air raid shelter before returning to Nagasaki the following day. In Nagasaki, he received treatment for his wounds, and despite being heavily bandaged, he reported to work on 9th of August. Jesus Christ, the guy missed one day of work after – the whole idea is that places are still open for business. But <laughs> at 11 a.m. on 9th August 1945, Yamaguchi was describing the blast in Hiroshima to his supervisor when the American bomber Boxcar dropped the fat man atomic bomb over the city. His workplace began – again, put him – 1.9 miles from ground zero, but this time he was unhurt by the explosion. However, he was unable to replace his now ruined bandages, and he suffered from a high fever and continuous vomiting for over a week. All right, how old do you think this guy lived to be? You know, common sense tells me not very long, but the fact that he survived both of those, that he I survived think... one and went to work a day later. What I want you to do is guess how old he was when he died without going over. One dollar. <laughs> what? Ding, ding, ding. Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Let me guess for real. All right. Uh, I got a feeling it's going to be higher than I the common sense dictates. So I'm going to say 73. 93 years old. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah, that's actually what kind of blew my mind about the whole fucking story. He didn't die until 2010. Isn't that crazy? That is See, and he was going around as like a, he was a guy that spoke for nuclear disarmament. I don't think he's the right guy. Right? Yeah, because apparently it's no big deal. If there's nuclear bombs, apparently they don't even work. They didn't kill you. You were within two miles of them twice. So then why did they go into any details like why it killed like 300,000 people but not him? him? They really didn't. I mean, I guess if – that's a good question, Rufus. I mean, it why don't you look that up? Because I'm interested to know – yeah, I mean, did it kill people like farther out from where the blast happened? Because it actually detonates in the sky, right? It doesn't detonate on the ground. Yeah, but that's to cause the most damage. Fourteen people died. How many? No, I'm kidding. I just made that up. How many people did die? I think it was 60,000. 70,000 at Hiroshima, plus 40,000 at Nagasaki. So 110,000 people total. And he was a mile and a half away and was just shrugged it off. Twice. Well, I wonder if he went home from work after the second one was dropped. He's like, yeah, I'm already at work. I think I'll just stay the rest of the day. Am I going to get paid for this? He probably went back to work the next day. Well, I'm sure he probably did. The guy is known for his fucking incredible work ethic. Forget about getting bombed twice. Okay, I've got a question. If he, so he did. Well, there, what did they say? There's over 70 people that survived both blasts. Holy fuck. What are you looking at? Look, I'm going to send you this link. They have a picture, like an overhead picture of the city. Uh-huh. And this bar is in the middle, and you can drag it up and down, and it shows you what it looked like before and after. Dude, after, there's nothing. Let me see. Like, there's literally fucking nothing. I don't see how anyone could survive it at all. Here it comes. What she said. Damn, what a merkin. I wonder if any porno people wear Americans. Mer- American. I can't even say it right. 
So how do you drag, where do you drag the thing? Just go down to the earliest estimates. Oh, we You'll see a yeah, black oh, and white so picture. It's like a, oh my god. Yeah, it's like fucking vaporized everything. I would like to see like a side view. You know what I mean? Like the buildings and shit. Wow. So that guy's three miles away. What? Is, how many miles is this thing? How how big is this picture? You think how many square miles does that cover? Oh shit! I don't know. It doesn't really say. But I mean, clearly, there's a lot of buildings in it. That are tiny. I'm just trying to figure out where he is. Right? They said he was down at the dock. So he's probably by one of these rivers. Wow. Dude, nuclear nuclear bombs, bad thing, Rufus. Bad thing. Who knew? We'll I mean, probably all find out soon. The weirdest one is the uh, what is the bomb that just sucks all the air out? What? Like the bomb that doesn't destroy the building, but it's a hydrogen bomb, right? Really? I don't know. Never heard that. Yeah, I think a hydrogen bomb doesn't destroy the buildings. It just sucks all the air out and kills all the people. That is fucking dastardly. Save the building so we can use them, but just kill all the people. Utilize both of them, uh, the accommodation easy process. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe not. Maybe that's not the hydro uh, room. Let me look this up real quick. Bomb leaves buildings intact. Intact one word. Rupert. Neutron bomb. Neutron bomb. Let's look it up. Neutron bomb. Officially defined as a type of enhanced radiation weapon, an ERW, is a low-yield thermonuclear weapon designed to maximize lethal nu- nuclear or neutron radiation in the immediate vicinity of the blast while minimizing physical power of the blast itself. The neutron release generated by a neutron fusion reaction is intentionally allowed to escape the weapon rather than be absorbed by other components. The neutron burst, which is used as the primary destructive action of the warhead, is able to penetrate enemy armor more effectively than a conventional warhead, thus making it more lethal as a tactical weapon. It's so fucking crazy that shit like that even exists. Uh, thank you. Uh, who do you think was smarter? Um, the guy that we know, Stephen Hawking, or what's the other guy's name? Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore, yes. I think Pauly Shore, the weasel. He's always been a little smarter than everyone. The wheeze, yes. The weasel. The weasel. Okay. Um, I'm going <laughs> okay. to say, I'm gonna say uh, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking uh-huh. is smarter than Einstein? Uh, oh, shit. I don't fucking I mean, because if there was no Einstein, there would be no Stephen Hawking, I don't think, right? You don't think so? Why do you not think that? Because you can't create shit out of nothing. I mean, everything that Einstein did was sort of the foundation for everything that came after. Why doesn't Stephen Hawking just create that on his own? If you think he's so fucking smart. Well, that's what I'm saying. He didn't. Could he he have, though? I I think what he kind of tried to make it his life work was to disprove what Einstein had said, right? Or not? He was a rabble rouser. I still have that picture of him with two chicks in bikinis. Remember that? One of the girl, gals that he uh, molested? Right. When he was sexually abusing his, uh, they were like his nursemaids, right? It, more than one of them. It was like five of them. Now, how did he do that without being able to move an inch of his body? I, that, he had this thing where he could masturbate 
without touching himself, and he would just squirt on him. Like a spitting cobra. <laughs> like a cock push-up. Like a llama. <laughs> or an I mean, alpaca. I, always, I feel bad for the guy. Think of the sexual frustration that I he would probably just... had. I mean, I wonder if you just opt for, like, a chemical castration. I would. Or something at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I think you should look up was Stephen Hawking chemically castrated. He probably did it with his mind. <laughs> they probably made him after the third uh, sexual assault charge. See if there's any pictures of uh, Stephen Hawking on Epstein Island. <laughs> oh, Alan Turing was. Who's that? He's the guy who invented the uh, the computer, basically. He was on Epstein Island. No, he was chemically chemically castrated. Oh, he was? Why? Ellen Turing, World War II codebreaker who was chemically castrated for being gay. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Wow, yeah, it was a punishment. Wow. Was he part of the McCarthy hearings? I don't know. I mean, he was British, so it was McCarthy and that shit in Britain. So but now he's on the... Not coming up as being sexually... Or uh, chemically castrated? No, that's exactly what I searched, but no, Alan Turing came up. The only man ever to be chemically castrated, uh, apparently. By force. Maybe regularly castrated. Maybe Stephen Hawking was just castrated. Did he just pay? He just paid those chicks, though, right, when he got in trouble for uh, sexually harassing them? I guess. Like you're saying, though, how does that stand up in court? Right? How do you how do you look at Stephen Hawking and some able-bodied woman with a straight face and say, "We found Stephen guilty of sexually harassing you," and you could have just poured hot water on him? I mean, he can't even stand up in court. Oh, Derek! Jeez, you are quick tonight. Must be the wine. How's the wine thing going for you? It's going really good. It's beer for the show, but it's wine every other night. Yeah. Really? Are we upping our intake? Or are we staying about the same? I don't know. I mean, I've gone from two bottles a night to four. Right. Good for you. Good for, well, you know what? It's good for you. So, right. I mean, juice. The more, the better. What? Reservatol, right? Isn't that the good that, thing for good for you in wine? That and electrolytes. And fiber. <laughs> Sulfites. Sulfites. Sulfites are good for you. Uh, tannins. Lots of tannins. Have you had a hangover from wine yet? Let me ask you that. No, not a one. Looks like you found your brand. Have you ever had a hangover from beer? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In the last year? Uh, not what you would stereotypically call a hangover where you're, like, nauseous and have a headache. No, run down. That's happened a few times. Not not often, but You probably just thought it was COVID. Yeah, and then I drank it away. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, hangovers don't count if you're going to say that you woke up and started drinking again. I'm going to say that's a hangover, but you you put it off for another day, right? You're right. You got right. yourself right. I rescheduled it. Have you ever drank a beer to get over a hangover? Uh, no. Usually I've just toughed it out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Try drinking a beer sometime, and it actually helps a lot. A lot more than you would think. I'm sure. It does. I really don't get hangovers, though, anymore. Well, I mean, but when you did, if you would have, if you, I mean, I drank away plenty of hangovers. It's not a good thing to do, but it surely does work. So, Kids, if you're listening, just remember, drink away that hangover. The way I'm looking at Rufus right now, I can tell that Rufus has done it. He just doesn't want to admit it. 
I have not done he's, it. Folks, give Rufus a little break. He's still he's still in his addiction right now, as Louder Milk would say. He's still he's still grappling with his addiction. He'll get there some way. He's moved to wine, so he's one close step closer to uh, his rock bottom. Thank God. About time. You know, I was going to try to say something like an asshole to be like Louder to be milk, like Louder Milk, but I couldn't do it. I'm just I, I, that shit was just mean. That's what I'm telling you. It's the most. And my buddy's like, he turned me on to. He's like, you're gonna think this is funny, right? And we're watching, and I'm like, no, I hate louder milk. Then I came home to try to give it more fucking chances because I'm like, maybe there's something I'm missing, right? Maybe it's gonna get to a point where I don't hate louder milk. And after like three episodes, I fucking text him like, I fucking really hate this fucking louder milk. <laughs> I mean, I wanted him to fucking die, honestly. Is that wrong? No, no, because he seems like a piece. And of I mean, it, I, am I wrong in saying that uh, Office Space guy did not age well? Aged better than I expected. I'll put it that way. Really? Uh, I like his Office Space guy. Yeah, I, here's what I think happened. See, in Office Space, he start he stops giving a shit, and he's got some attitude and stuff. But it's good natured. And I guarantee you, somebody was like in a boardroom, like, "Hey, let's get that Office Space guy and turn him into." This irreverent character, and then they just went right over the fucking top. It was one of the Farrelly brothers. They didn't do Office Space, did they? No, they didn't. Let's hear. Uh, I wonder. You're probably right. They're probably like, hey, we've got a guy that's kind of like the guy from Office Space, and they're like, Office Space guy's available. Yeah. And then he doesn't even know how to do his old character anymore. What's crazy is there's a World War II tie-in because he was also one of the main characters in the Band of Brothers TV show, which was actually really fucking good. Was he really? I was just kind of yeah. wondering what his uh, his whole like filmography is. Other than Office Space and Band of Brothers, I got no clue. Uh, no can you look that up for us? Let's see what else Ron Livingston was in. I'd be interested to know, as I'm sure the listeners would be, the way the, the – uh, the switchboard is light. We're getting to it. All right. To IMDB. <clears throat> Don't say it because we're going to take it into the VIP part of the show. Shall we? We shalt. Well, that's a minute and a half away. Go ahead and say what else he was in. We'll let, we'll, we'll save the other part of the show for the people that are the diehards. One well, more for the hardcore. Might have to wait because IMDB has become a clusterfuck like every other website. Okay. 60 seconds, she says. Nothing Second I recognize. Year. What part of England do you think Missy is from? Uh, Liverpool. Or do you think she's Australian? I guess we should ask her. I don't recognize any of these movies he's been in. Uh-oh, that ain't good. Do they have him critically acclaimed in Louder Milk? Why is there no VIP music? All right, folks, we're going to take you to the VIP. God, Rufus. Holy oh. shit, he was in an episode no, of House. No, hold on, we're going into the VIP. Hey, folks, thanks for listening and staying with us for the VIP part of the show. 
Rubik's about to tell us what's going on in Ron Livingston's world. Uh, you might have seen him in Loudermilk, but he's terrible because the whole premise of the show is terrible. But let's hear what else he did, Rufus. All right. Take it from the bottom up. This old, he's been in a lot of shit, a lot of it we don't know, and he was just did bit parts on TV shows. But he was in one movie that I think might be one of our favorite movies. Oh, no. Swingers. Oh, okay. I knew he was in that. I didn't oh, know okay. he was in that. Then uh, I'll, I'll just read the titles until we get to something we know. Townies. Campfire Tales, Time Cop, Players, The Small Hours, That's Life, Dill Scallion, Then oh, Office the Space, that about? The Big Brass Ring, Two Ninas, Body Shots, Beat, Then Came You, A Rumor of Angels, Then Band of Brothers, Then The Practice, Buying the Cow, Adaptation, I've heard of that. Pirates, The Cooler, 44 Minutes, The North Hollywood Shootout, King of the Ants, Sex in the City, Winter Solstice, Little Black Book, Pretty Persuasion, Stewie Griffin, The Untold Story. What? He's did bits on TV shows. House, The Life Coach, Life Happens, Relative Strangers, another Family Guy episode, Nightmares and Dreamscapes from the Stories of Stephen King, Holly, Music Within, American Dad, Standoff, American Crude. All right, I can't read all these because they're okay. all Okay, all right, I got a question for you. Loudermilk clearly is on there. How long between his previous role and his role as Loudermilk? How many years were they dusting off of Ron Livingston before they got him on Loudermilk? And I'm not okay. hating on Ron Livingston, the actor, but this is not entirely his fault. Loudermilk started in 2017. Oh, it did? Oh, no. All right. So the uh, show before that was called Dice. And it's a TV what year series. was that? But what year was that? 2017, but he was on oh. three episodes. And what about before that? Shimmer Lake, Welcome to America, Lucky. What year? What year? These are all 2017. They're wow. just bit parts. Well, he's kind of been a busy beaver. Sure. I don't want to say this about Ron Livingston. I hope to have him on the show someday. But did do we think that he peaked at Office Space? I think it's pretty. He peaked at Office Space and maybe Band of Brothers, but I think Office Space is for sure the fucking peak. Yeah, I would say so. Ron Livingston, give us a call for six 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 eight 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 two six. Give us a piece of your mind. We're willing to hear it right now on this show because you can't because you're hearing this after it's already been recorded. So, ah, jokes on you, Ron Livingston. All right. Now, before we go into Jeopardy, I want to check his uh, net worth. Oh, oh! Can I guess his net worth without going over? Yes. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, six million dollars. That's exactly it. Are you fucking? You're lying. No, that is exactly it. Is it really? God yeah. damn! I'm good. I'm gonna send you the link just so you don't think I'm fucking with you. That is exactly it. Did you look that up? How would I look that up? No, no. That was a complete fucking guess. I saw you lean over off camera. I was plugging in Alexa. Uh-huh. Dude, I did not look uh-huh. that up. God damn, I'm fucking feeling pretty good without going over even. Wow. Holy shit. Good for me. Rufus really is a bird. I got one thing to say about that.
31 seconds. I don't know how that fucking happened. It's not a game show win. That's more like game show theme song. It sounded like an 80s workout video, like I should have leg okay. warmers on. Alexa. Play Jeopardy. Yeah. Jeopardy. Oh, my God. I can't believe it even worked when I did that. Jesus. Are you as shocked as I am? I am. How do you like my hat? This is yeah, another cadet hat. I've been wearing that hat every day. I'm going all full-on Rufus. Neurology and more. We've got it covered in the Ology Anthology, featuring 60 clues from the world of science. That sounds awful. Are you awful. ready to start this seven-day free trial? No. You can play Teen Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Teen. Are you ready to play Teen Jeopardy? This week's Teen Jeopardy players. Thank you, Blossom. Welcome back to our returning champions. Yes, we know how to gamble, bitches. That is us, right? You're on a two-game win streak. Your total winnings during your streak are $5,501. Whoop, whoop. All right, let's see who you'll be playing against today. You've been matched against Ryan and Peter. Let's get started. Let's do that. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Your first category is pizza toppings. This type of hard sausage is America's favorite pizza topping. What is pepperoni? You're right. Oh, my God. Good job. I was going to blow that. Short story. The terrible title game of chance in this Shirley Jackson story takes place on June 27th. Repeat. Again, the category is short story. The terrible title game of chance in this Shirley Jackson story takes place on June 27th. Repeat. Again, the category is short This story. obviously has something to do with modern. The terrible title game of chance in this Shirley Jackson Remember, story this is Teen takes Jeopardy. place on June 27th. What is the witch in the Wiccan thing in Majig? Sorry. The correct response is what is the lottery? The next Jeopardy category is life, camera, action movie. In the 2008 sequel, this title action hero sought out the kingdom of the crystal skull. Who is Indiana Jones? Whoa. And you are in the lead with $400. Ryan and Peter are tied for second place with $200. The next category is the U.S. before 1900. The Mohawk Trail became less important after this waterway was completed in 1825. Repeat. Again, the category is the U.S. before 1900. The Mohawk Trail became less important after this waterway was completed in 1825. The Mohawk Trail became less important after this waterway was completed in 1825. What is the Hudson Bay? No. The correct response was what is the Erie Canal? Yeah. It's the densest of the planets in our solar system and the only one not named for a deity. Repeat. Again, the category is planet. It's the densest of the planets in our solar system and the only one not named for a deity. Uranus? Remember, please respond in the form of a question. Starting with phrases like who is or what is. 
Again, the category is planets. I think that might be it. It's the densest of the planets in our solar system, and the only one not named for a deity. What is Uranus? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Earth? Oh, oh, oh unacceptable. It starts with the letters you see. To pull an entire plant out of the ground. What is uproot? You're right. After six clues, Ryan is in the lead with 800. Turing second with 600 and 400. Let's move on to double jeopardy. Double jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your next category is fall entertainment. This huge beast fall from the top of the Empire State Building is an iconic moment in movies. Who is King Kong? Yes, that's it. That wonderful ape. The next jeopardy category is ships. Tragically, in December 1941, this battleship sank in less than nine minutes with 1,177 of her crew. What is the Indianapolis? Sorry. The correct response was what is the USS Arizona? Ooh, the Arizona. The ninth jeopardy That's category in Pearl Harbor, is right? wear it or play it. But eat it, wear it, or play it, it's what you do with pinnacle. After nine Spell clues, pinnacle for Ryan me. is in the lead with 1,600. Spell it. You're in second with 1,000. P-A-N-U-C-K-L-E-Y. No, it's super weird the way it's spelled. It looks like Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Is that a Q in it? It starts with the letter B. This nation is only about 50 miles from Florida. Repeat. Again, the category is beware. The response starts with the letter B. This nation is only about 50 miles from Florida. What is the Bahamas? Yes, that's correct. Our next Jeopardy category is 10-letter words. It's a myth that this amino acid in Turkey is the reason you nod off after a Thanksgiving meal. What is tryptophan? Correct. It also gives you diarrhea. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is Old Testament Heroes. The scores are you with 2,200, followed by Ryan with 1,600, and Peter with 1,600. You can wager up to your current score of 2,200. How much would you like to wager? 400. You wagered $400. Is that right? No. The scores are you with 2,200, followed by Ryan with 1,600, and Peter with 1,600. You can wager up to your current 2,200. How much would you like to wager? 201. Again, you wagered $201. Is that right? Yes. Our category is Old Testament heroes. This prophet prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. Who is Jonah? Got it. The job. The correct response was who is Jonah? Way to go. I used to think it'd be cool to be in a whale's belly. Yeah, me too. I played a video game where I was in a whale's belly once. What video game is that? a King's Quest game. Good job. I remember that game. You're now a three-time champion. Your total winnings are $7,902. Defend your streak and again another day. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. Bring them. Now, 
Let's find I shall home. smite them Eight down. Okay, Mitch. Uh, Our first category is 1960s fiction. Its first chapter says, The father of the bride, Don Vito Corleone, never forgot his old friends and neighbors. What is the godfather? Correct. Whoop, whoop. Next category is TV comedy. You know what? Hosted by Taylor Tomlinson, this panel show featuring funny people ridiculing the internet took over CBS's late, late showtime slot in 2024. Repeat. Again, the category is TV comedy. Hosted by Taylor Tomlinson, this panel show featuring funny people ridiculing the internet took over CBS's late, late showtime slot in 2024. I'm leaving that to Rufus. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is TV content. <coughs> Hosted by Taylor Tomlinson, this panel show featuring funny people ridiculing the internet took over CBS's late, late showtime slot in 2024. What is LOL? What is Fail no. Army? The correct response was what is after midnight. Mm. The category is Sweet Paris. He's the Shakespeare title uh-huh. character who says, to sleep, perchance to dream. Who is Hamlet? Good job. Damn, zigzag. And you're winning with 400. Jeff is in second place with 200. Hammy Hamlet in eggs and ham. The next category is condiments. Often said by a little old lady, the charming slogan, I put that on everything. Is used by the soft brand called This Guy, Red Hot. Who is Frank? Good job. Boom, boom, Your boom. Is the abbreviation spelled S C O X stands for this word, a mouthpiece for candidates in an election. Repeat. Again, the category Man, can you is hear that? The abbreviation spelled S C O X stands for this word, a mouthpiece for candidates in an election. Repeat. Again, the category Speaker is the The abbreviation spelled S-P-O-X stands for this word, a mouthpiece for candidates in an election. Again, the category is the What is the person is that takes questions for someone? The abbreviation spelled I can even S-P-O-X see the lady in my mind. What is her stands for this word, a mouthpiece for candidates in an election. What is Speaker of the... That's not it. The correct response was what is spokesperson. Mm. Today's what? category is triple rhyme time. Really? The response is a made up three word phrase that rhymes. A peppy primate mm. lackey. Repeat. Again, the category is triple rhyme time. The response is a made up three word phrase that rhymes. A peppy primate lackey. A funky monkey flunky. Remember, please respond no. in the form of a question. Starting with phrases like who is or what is. Again, the category is triple rhyme time. The response is a made-up three-word phrase that rhymes. A peppy primate lackey. What is spunky monkey flunky? Good job. Nice. Good job. Jeff is in second place with 600. Toco Chipo goes down about as fast as Bud Light Line. (laughs) Double Jeopardy clues are worth dollars each. Today's seventh category is the American Revolution Era. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Act, 
fed up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. Repeat. Again, the category is the American Revolution era. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Acts, fed up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Acts, fed up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. Limey. Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Okay, here's Jeopardy. This one's going to be so easy, Marty. God damn it. You were in the middle of clues from earlier this week. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. Today's challenges are Jeff and Tony. Yeah, yeah, we know. After six clues, you're in the lead with 800. Jeff is second with 600, and in third comes Tony with 200. It's time for the double jeopardy round. Double jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. The seventh jeopardy category is the American Revolution era. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Act. Fed up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. The Bullshit Acts? Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. That's it for our sixth clue. Right now, you're in the lead with 800. Then comes Jeff with 600, followed by Tony with 200. All right, let's move on now to the double jeopardy round. Double jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Today's seventh jeopardy category is the American Revolution era. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Act. Set up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. The bullshit shit. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Act. Set up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. What is the bullshit shit? What is going on? Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Okay. Here's Jeopardy. She makes me want to punch a bitch. Welcome back, players. You were in the middle of clues from earlier this week. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. Now, let's find your opponent. It's you Tony and... Jeff and Tony today. <laughs> Good luck, players. Six clues in, and you're winning with 800. Jeff is in second place with 600. Right, and, and Tony, Tony has 200. 200. Right, I hope we you're know, ready we for know. another six clues. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. The second uh, category is the American uh, Revolution era. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Act. Fed up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. The Tax Stamp Act. So what is Remember, it? please respond in the form of a question. Starting with I forgot. Like, God damn it. After six clues, you're in the lead with 800. Jeff is second with 600, and in third comes Tony with 200. That's it for the Jeopardy round. Time now for Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. The category is the American Revolution era. Upset by the Boston Tea Party, the British passed laws they called the Coercive Act, 
fed up with the British, the colonists gave them this name. What is the loop of stupidity? That's not it. The correct response was what are the intolerable acts? Yeah. Your eighth category is pop culture dragons. This purple dragon starred in his first PlayStation game in 1998. Repeat. Again, the category is Barney, pop culture dragon. This purple dragon started Read his first dinosaur. PlayStation game in 1998. Repeat. Again, Rufus, I'm kind of counting on you for this pop culture dragon thing. It's purple it's dragon. Kind of your, your bag, your bag. Who is Barney? Barney. No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Spyro. What? Our ninth category is judges. Judge Learned Hand wrote the 1945 opinion that Alcoa, this company of America, committed multiple violations of antitrust law. Repeat. Again, the category of America. Judge Learned Hand wrote the 1945 opinion that Alcoa, this company of America, committed multiple violations of antitrust law. What is aluminum? Good job. And you are in the lead with $1,200. Jeff and Tony are tied for second place with $1,000. The 10th Jeopardy category is that building has great bones. The Smithsonian Museum of Natural History has an original fossil skeleton of this caveman species, our closest extinct human relative. Who is Cro-Magnon? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Neanderthal? Oh, my God. Link between Peru and Bolivia. Repeat. Again, the category is Quis Geo. Link between Peru and Bolivia. What is Titicaca? Good job. God damn, damn dude. dude. I'm telling you, the only real, real uh, class I did well in at fucking St. Edwards was geography because it was all memorization. Your final Jeopardy category is 2020s and 1920s slang. You are in the lead with 1,600, Tony has 1,400, and Jeff is third with 1,000. You can wager up to your current score of 1,600. How much would you like to wager? 201. You wagered $201. Is that right? Yes. The 12th category is 2020s and 1920s slang. Instead of saying, I'm telling the truth, a kid in the 2020s might say, no, this three-letter word, like a bottle topper. Repeat. Again, the category is 2020s and 1920s slang. Instead of saying, I'm telling the truth, a kid in the 2020s might say, no, this three-letter word, like a bottle topper. What is cap? Maybe. Yes. What? Rufus? I'm hip, dude. You are. Nice job. Let's check out the standings. The final scores are you in the lead with $1,801. We are the champions, my friend. Then Jeff and we will keep on chirping till the end. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Do you want to catch Boom. up on the clues you missed? Yes. This is me home. flying the Enola Gay, where we dropped a bomb on Nagasaki. Jeff, that'll do me being that guy. 
Again. The first category is world capital. This African capital's name comes from parts meaning free and city. Again, the category is world capital. Here. This African capital's name comes from parts meaning free and city. Repeat. Again, the category is world capital. This African capital's name comes from parts meaning free and city. Well, it's Tripoli. Correct. That's what I was going to say. Your second Jeopardy category yeah, sure. is the key word in the literary yeah. subtitle. Oh. The first, Prometheus, is in the subtitle of this monster's 1818 novel. Again, the category is the key word in the literary subtitle. The word, Prometheus, is in the subtitle of this monster's 1818 novel. The word, Prometheus, is in the subtitle of this monster's 1818 novel. What is Frankenstein? Frankenstein. Good job. Nice. Yeah. I was trying to figure out. I watched, started to watch that Mary Shelley movie. The sequel to in 1984 include Star Trek III, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, and the second Indiana Jones film. What is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? We are tuned in, dog. We are tuned in. Joe is second with 400, and in third comes Dan with 200. Today's first category is advertising slogan. This pioneering subscription service has used the slogan, save time, save money. Repeat. Again. You're a member of that shaving thing? No, not anymore. Subscription service has used the slogan. I know. Time, save money. What is Dollar Shave Club? Good job. Nice. The fifth category is TV characters. After departing Nash, he said, I didn't realize that people really didn't give two hoots in hell about me. They loved Henry Blake. Repeat. Again, the category is TV characters. After departing MASH, he said, I didn't realize that people really didn't give two hoots in hell about me. They loved Henry Blake. Repeat. Again, he has like a woman's name. After departing MASH, he said, I didn't realize that people really didn't give two hoots in hell about me. They loved Henry Blake. Again, God the category is TV characters. What was his name? I can mess, see the fucking... Said, I didn't realize that people really <sighs> didn't give two hoots in hell about me. They loved Henry Blake. Who is Morgan Sherman? T. Potter. No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is McLean Stevenson. McLean Stevenson. I knew it was like a... Shirley McLean. I was kind of getting it mixed up. I knew it was like a lady's name. Combined with the top layer of a beard. To get the name of the snake breed. Repeat. Again, the category is building a new word. A reddish brown metallic element combined with the top layer of a beer to get the name of the snake breed. Repeat. Again, the category Something is building foam? a new word. A reddish brown metallic element combined with the top layer of a beer to get the name of the snake breed. What is a copper foam? Copperhead. 
The correct response is what is Copperhead? We got it. I said it before. Oh, you did? Yeah. I hope you're ready for another six clues. Double Jeopardy Keep it up, remember. Each. Write it down. The next category I got it right here. is screen. In the book version of The Silence of the Lambs, it's harder for this agent to interact with Hannibal. His cell is not transparent as it is in the film. Who is Starling? Yes. Damn. The next category is brisk feet. At a British carnival, ask for candy floss, and you'll get this treat. What is cotton candy? Good job. Our next category is how many times? Beyonce has done this a record 32 times. Had a number one hit? Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. The ninth category is how many times? Beyonce has done this a record 32 times. What is be nominated for a Grammy? Good job. Boom! Damn! And you're winning in 2000. Joe is in second place with 1,800, then Dan with 1,400. Our next Jeopardy category is shall the people dance. Smashing the glass.com offers everything you need to know about this circle dance that's popular at Jewish weddings. Repeat. Again, the category is shall the people dance. Smashingtheglass.com offers everything you need to know about this circle dance that's popular at Jewish weddings. What is the Tarantola? Oh, that's an no, Italian dance. That's incorrect. Fuck. The correct response was what is the horror? The horror. There are 11 categories mm. before the First World War. Before World War I, the Triple Entente, comprising Britain, France, and its allies, had become more formalized. Repeat. Again, the category is before the First World War. Before World War I, the Triple Entente, comprising Britain, France, and its allies, had become more formalized. What is Russia? Correct. Damn, dude. Wizard. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is blowing in the wind. You are in the lead with 2,400, Joe has 2,200, and Dan is third with 1,800. You can wager up to your current score of 2,400. How much would you like to wager? 201. You wagered $201. Is that right? Yes. The category is blowing in the wind. These winds, named for indigenous peoples of the Pacific Northwest, can be up to 50 degrees warmer than the air they display. Repeat. Again, the category is blowing in the wind. These winds, named for indigenous peoples of the Pacific Northwest, can be up to 50 degrees warmer than the air they display. What are Samoan winds? This better be right, dude. No! The correct response was what are Chinook. Good try, but your answer was incorrect. Let's check out the standings. Scores are Joe and the lead. No! $400. We got one. Second was $2,199. Third was $2,000. Good job. Lost Fuck off. Time. He scored in the top 10% of Shit, no. today. Ain't no such a thing. 
You're doing better than 100. I'd have heard of it Japanese by now. Look, like I'm in a petri dish. <laughs> yes. Now, let's find your opponent. You'll be playing against Billy and Laura today. Good luck. Yeah. Billy and Laura. So worth $200 each. Our first Jeopardy category yeah, is quiz. See here, in an experiment, it's the group that remains unchanged and unaffected by the variables. What is the control? Yes. yes, that's correct. The second Jeopardy category is 1990s music. A happy baby sound effect from the 1960s was heavily sampled in single-named R&B songsters. Repeat. Again, the category is 1990s music. A happy baby sound effect from the 1960s was heavily sampled in Are You That Somebody, a hit for the single-named R&B songsters. Who is Cher? That's oh. not it. The correct response was who is Aaliyah. The next Jeopardy right. category is fun and games. You should have known that. Tiger and the Pet rivaled this egg-shaped digital toy made by Bandai. Did you remember to feed yours? What is Tamagotchi? Yes. Boom! Weirdo alert! And Billy was winning with 600. <laughs> I and still got mine. With 400. Did you beat it? Your fourth category is bougie. Float on cloud nine with a touch of sky, a hidden brand of this liquor. Repeat. Again, the category is bougie. What's Rufus's Float next on drink? Float cloud nine with a touch of sky, a leading brand of this liquor. What is vodka? Correct. The next category is a reigning men. Mohammed bin Salman is prime minister of this kingdom, currently ruled by his father. Salmon. Repeat. Again, the category is with reigning men. Mohammed bin Salman is prime minister of this kingdom, currently ruled by his father, Salman. Repeat. Again, the category is with reigning men. Mohammed bin Salman is prime minister of this kingdom, currently ruled by his father, Salman. What is Saudi Arabia? Good job. Your sixth category is Hallelujah. Boma Pyle was fond of this exclamation that's also the name of a DC superhero, but not a Sinbad movie. What is Shazam? Good job. Shazam! This is for our sixth clue. Right now, you're in the lead 1,000. And the giant comic book of Shazam. Followed by Laura with 400. I hope you're ready for another six clues. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Today's seventh Jeopardy category is places to visit. One of the world's oldest covered markets, the Grand Bazaar in its largest mm. city of Turkey, has several thousand small shops to browse. What is in Istanbul? Yes, that's Damn. it. The next Jeopardy Geography with my jam. Authors, many of Walter Tevis' jam have been adapted for film and TV, like The Hustler, The Color of Money, and this gamey Anya Taylor Joy Netflix miniseries. Repeat. Again, Something the category about is American authors. Many of Walter Tevis's novels have been adapted for film and TV, like The Hustler, The Color of Money, and this Jamie Anya Taylor joined Netflix miniseries. What is The Queen's Gambit? Yes. I was thinking about that movie, the TV show today. Oh, oh, oh. Boop, boop, boop. This heart-shaped object 
Sold for $1.4 million in 2018, it shredded itself immediately after auction. Repeat. Again, the category is art and artist. Banksy spray paint work, girl with this heart-shaped object, sold for $1.4 million in 2018. It shredded itself immediately after auction. What is Valentine? Sorry. The correct response is what is balloon? Nine clues in, and you're winning with 1,800. Billy is in second place with 1,000, then Laura with 800. The category is ends in IR. Response ends with the letter IR. We wonder whether episodes of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, dubbed for Parisian, began with this word, French for good evening. Repeat. Again, the category is ends in IR. The response ends with the letter IR. We wonder whether episodes of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, dubbed for Parisian, began with this word, French for good evening. What is noir? The correct response is what is bonsoir? category is extremely random calculations. Members of the U.S. Senate, multiplied by number of Brady's in the Brady Bunch intro, don't count Alice. What the fuck? Repeat. Again, the category is extremely random calculations. Members of the U.S. Senate, multiplied by number of Brady's in the Brady Bunch intro, don't count Alice. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. It makes no sense to me. The category is extremely random calculations. Members of the U.S. Senate, multiplied by number of Brady's in the Brady Bunch intro, don't count Alice. What is 832? Yes. Boom! Damn, dude. Boom! Holy shit! That's fucking amazing. That is I'm amazing. Sorry, dude, I'm pretty proud of myself on that one. You're you did the math, right? I did. Damn. But I wasn't sure how many centers, but I knew there's 52 and two from each state. Oh, man. You can wager up to your current Woo! score of 2,200. How much would you like to wager? One dollar. You wagered one dollar. Is that right? No. I'm never listening when they say how many. Followed by Laura with 1,200 and Billy with 1,400. You can wager up to your current score of 2,200. How much would you like to wager? 201. Again, you wagered $201. Is that right? Yes. Our next category is Mr. Steve Martin. Steve Martin's Ode to the Agency on SNL was performed with members of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Who is King Tut? <laughs> yes, that's correct. The correct response was who is King Tut? You got it. Let's see the final scores. You came in first with $2,401. Mm-hmm. Laura got second with $1,800. And Billy got third with $1,600. We are the champions. You're a Jeopardy champion. You scored in the top 10% of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than 100% of Jeopardy yeah. players. Yeah! Do you want to catch up on the clues you missed? Yes. Now, Rufus let's did find one of your these. opponents. You'll be playing against Billy and Pete today. 
Pick a value between $1 and $2,000 and buy one of these to be sent electronically for Amazon.com shopping. What is a gift card? Yes, that's it. Nailed it. Our category is literary helpers. Phileas Fogg hires Jean Passepartout to be his assistant in this jewel's burn work with a bet that leads to a global expedition. What is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? No. What was it, Rufus? The correct response was what is around the world in 80 days. Ah. I didn't know the name, though. I didn't know. I didn't know. That. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is action movies. The scores are you with 1,600, followed by Pete with 1,600, and Billy with 1,400. You can wager your score of 1,600. How much would you like to wager? 401. You wager $401. Is that right? Yes. Our next category is action movies. Bruce Willis is on the record as saying this action flick is not a Christmas movie, but its director John McTiernan disagrees. What is Die Hard? You're right. The correct response is what is Die Hard? You got it. Time to see how you did. If you on top with $2,000, finish his second with $1,800, and Billy He didn't bet enough. He only bet 200 They only always bet 200 I wonder if that's some Great kind of job. glitch in the He's game. It's a bot. It's not even a real yeah. player. You don't think it's real paid players? It's a bot. I think it's real players. Do you want to catch up I do on too. Yes. I hope that it is. I think it is. Because they only... Let's get started. Well, they need three people to do it, and you got like... The first Jeopardy category is on State Highway Welcome Signs. Referring to its famous tourist attraction foursome, a welcome sign for this has the tagline, Great Faces, Great Places. What is South Dakota? Yes, that's it. The category is their name of Bible book. After Hemsworth and Country Star Combs, share this biblical first name. What is Luke? Excellent. Nice. The next category is totally quotables. Never one to let a good drink go to waste. This author nicknamed Papa said, the half bottle of champagne is the enemy of man. Repeat. Again, the category is potent quotable. Never one to let a good drink go to waste. This author nicknamed Papa said, the half bottle of champagne is the enemy of man. Who is Hemingway? Yes. Good job. That's the show. I watched this thing on him on PBS. He was a troubled person. Then comes Sean with 400, but kind followed of cool. by Will with 200. But men aren't they all? Yeah. Coaches. He was a lot a like you. on the early seasons of Cheers, Coach Ernie Cantuso attended bar with his <clears> owner <throat> of the place, a former Red Sox player of his. It was Sam Malone. Boom. Ooh. You broke her. You're right. Ooh. The category is it's all small stuff. The response includes the word small. Work sucks, I know, is a crowd-pleasing line in this Blink-182 hit about love's little pleasantries. What is small things? Yes, that's all the purposes. This category is heavy. Strongman Paul Anderson, the Superman from the South, is said to have backwards of 6,270 pounds. 
just over this many short tons. Repeat. Again, the category is heavy. Strongman Paul Anderson, the Superman from the South, is said to have backlifted 6,270 pounds, just over this many short tons. What is six? Three. Sorry. The correct response is what is three? God damn it. Six tons and you are in the lead with $1,000. No, no idea. I did. I meant to do the math. It's time for the double jeopardy round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Our next category is National Statuary Hall. Roger Williams, founder of the state, is one of its representatives in Statuary Hall. What is Utah? No. The correct response is what is Rhode Island. Island. Our category is awards and honors. Never heard of that In this final ceremony conferring the honor, President Obama awarded his colleagues the Presidential Medal of Freedom with Distinction. Repeat. Again, the category is awards and honors. In his final ceremony conferring the honor, President Obama awarded his colleague the Presidential Medal of Freedom with Distinction. Who is Joe Biden? Bam! Straight up category is plant lore. The 1914 edition of the Missouri and Kansas Farmer told readers to remember Leave three. Let it be. Referring to this. What is poison ivy? You're right. Double Z knows that. And you're winning with 1,800. But I still you're don't know how to recognize it. With 1,600. And Sean basically is 1, every plant outside has leaves, three leaves. This author still works the state of Maine into the Colorado Kid, the basis for the sci-fi series, Haven. Repeat. Again, the category is geographic book titles. This author still works the state of Maine into the Colorado Kid, the basis for the sci-fi series, Haven. Again, the category is geographic Where does book King titles. Uh, lives in Maine, but author, I don't recognize any of that shit. State of Maine into the Colorado Kid, the basis for the sci-fi series, Haven. Who is Stephen King? Excellent. Mm. The next category is pop. Last name was the father and daughter who starred in Paper Moon, a film that earned the young lady an Oscar at age 10. Repeat. The category is pop. Last name was the father and daughter who starred in Paper Moon, a film that earned the young lady an Oscar at age 10. What is Ryan? That's not it. The correct response was, what is O'Neill? Oh, Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill. Ah, Rufi. And Tatum, she was a little hottie. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is the question. We're looking to lead with 2,400. You have 2,200. And Sean is third with 1,600. You can wager up to your current score of 2,200. How much would you like to wager? 401. You wagered $401. Is that right? Yes. Today's 12th Jeopardy category is the question. Verizon improved its market share through ads promoting its signal quality, showing a man wandering and asking this question. What is Can You Hear Me Now? Damn. Correct. The correct response was What is Can You Hear Me Now? Check out the standings. 
The final scores are in the lead with two thousand six hundred one dollars. Followed by Will in second with two thousand six hundred dollars. We beat him by a dollar, bitch. <laughs> we beat him by a dollar because you don't know how to bet. You scored in the top ten percent of players today. Impressive. You're doing better than one hundred percent of Jeopardy players. Do you want to replay the daily clues? No. All right, folks, you got to hear it. Me and Rufus kicked some ass. Rufus is drunk. He's yawning. I can see it in his face. I read his noses. Holy cow. Oh, good oh, Lord. Just... You've been pounding Topo Chico like a I nut. know. I'm fucking on a Topo Chico high, dude. I'm not sure that. Probably going to find out that Topo Chico is probably mined from some fucking disgusting river in in uh, Mexico. The reason you put the lime in there is it activates it, turns it into an alcoholic drink. <laughs> oh, my God. It turns it into LSD. Rufus, yeah. is that you? Lime sour diesel. Topo tripo. Topo, yeah. Topo addictiono. Louder milk. I'm going to start calling you louder milk, I think. Please don't. You kind of remind me a little bit of louder milk. Really? Shut the fuck up. I'm too nice. Like a happier, spunkier, uh, less uh, sober, louder milk. You're okay. probably, you know what? This is a compliment to louder milk. You're probably what Loudermilk was like when he was drinking. Nice and friendly. Maybe he does go back on the sauce, and he does become, like, super fun and funny. Would that be funny? You know what? As the last thing for the show, because I know I want to know, and that means the listeners want to know, Google if Loudermilk ever goes back to drinking. Because if he does, well, tune in. Does Loudermilk, that name is just so fucking weird, relapse. (laughs) I love that, relapse. After a relapse in New Orleans, Loudermilk returns to Seattle to start anew. Season three. The Loudermilk does fall off the proverbial wagon. It would be good to see. Maybe this is for the next show. If that episode, he's actually kind of enjoyable to watch. Let's do it. Or is he the most pathetic drunk ever? I'm going to guess he's probably Uh, the most pathetic drunk ever. He's super gross and even more obnoxious when he's drunk. Gross is a good word. I mean, from what I've seen, he's gross already. He's just like, he is a foul person. I can't imagine him drunk. God, I want to punch him sober. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's watch. Let's see if we can find that episode and watch it on next week's show. You remember that. We write that down in the show notes. Yes. I mean, like right in front of you where we're going to play the thing. So you have it and you can say, oh, yeah, we need to watch Louder Milk. I'm doing it right now. I got it. I couldn't find a pen. So I've been making oh, notes. Oh, my God. You call that an office? Look. This is a real office, Rufus. There's pens everywhere. Well, then what the fuck are you writing it down? Not my job. <laughs> I, I got to – you know what? All I'm going to say is this. I, I have, have to do write anything all, down ever because I came up with the jingle, okay? I have to do all the Googling and all the writing? Yes. I came up with the jingle, and I do the screen sharing, okay? Okay. I think we're we're evenly matched here. Even Stevens. All right. Got it, boss. You're listening to the Hypersoft Happy Hour number 434. Recorded this. What is today's date? The 21st of? 24th. 24th. Oh, my God. The 24th of February, 2024. Uh, Apologize for not knowing that, but not really. This is Double Z saying, ow, ow, ow. This is Rufus saying, ow, ow, ow. All right, Rufus, good to talk to you, my friend. We will talk to you, I'm sure, a couple times over the week, or at least exchange texts, because we don't really talk during the week. I need to get you a package out, and uh, we will talk to you. I will text you here shortly. I'm 
camping next weekend, Zigzag. Okay. So no show for me. I'll be camping. Oh, you know what I got to say to that? Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. I'm trying to find it. We can do a show before that. I'm leaving Friday if you want to do a Thursday or Wednesday show again. Yes, I would like to do a show before you leave then. Even if you want to do a Friday show, I should be fine. So it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for me. It's a win for you. It's a win for the listeners. And, folks, we will catch you next week on the Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. This is Double Z saying out. Rufus saying out. Out. Adios. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.